Hello everybody and welcome to the Vault Podcast. My name is Dave. Over there we have Funny the Man Dan second. Funny the Man the and second, yes. My father was first. And in the middle we have Mr. Becky Wakely, who is Hillsong Kids. <gasps> um, same last name as you, brother? Oh, same <laughs> thing? No, we have been Boyfriend, seeing girlfriend. each other for 20 years. And one day I'm going to ask if she likes me. And she'll take yes. Exactly. Hello, Becky. Hi. We're going, before, we, before we get into this, this a, podcast. Hello, hello Becky, with listen. confidence. Hi. Yeah, fantastic. We know that not every leader in kids ministry, I'm doing the spiel, Dan, yeah, is a, been a, been in a big staff team. In fact, more than half the churches around the world have solo pastors, but no one should be alone in ministry. Mm-mm. So we humbly ask you to consider us as part of your team. Welcome to the vault, where you keep all your most valuable things, and what is more valuable than wisdom? Ooh. Ooh. So, Becky, meet our team, yes, and uh, your team, and they're on our team, and it's all just one big team. If you are listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then consider checking us out on YouTube, Mm -hmm. uh, because you'll get to see our beautiful faces and what a sight. Yes, and hit the like and subscribe, because you know what to do on YouTube. Today's episode is coming to you from Kidsong in Sydney, Australia, which is our annual conference, not just Kidsong, but Hillsong Conference, Mm -hmm. and we are in our hills, streaming studio, and when we say studio, we mean closet that's been converted (laughs) into a studio. Yes. So fancy. Very fancy. Well, it's actually pretty fancy. I put some soundproofing panels up yesterday, and so that's where we are right now. Literally outside the walls of this room are a few hundred kids. That's where we are, and that's what we've been going on. So this episode today is a little bit about what what Kidsong looks like and what we do. Because we like to talk about that every year. Mm-hmm. Please check back on our previous episodes. We've been talking to Andy Kirk mm. and also to Jess McLean, who has been with us for 20 years. Yeah. And we did a what we called the exit interview, where we find out her wisdom after 20 years in ministry. Wow. Now, That's very good. Now, speaking of kids, song, what's that around your neck, David? I noticed you're wearing something. I am wearing a pass. Like if there's a Hillsong Kids logo, which means you are approved to work with children and you are able to get into kids' areas. Mm. Uh, and so we have Young and Free. That's if you're allowed to go to a youth mm-hmm. conference as well. Uh, and C1 and C2, I don't know what they mean. Conference, conference one, one, conference, conference two. <laughs> little fact check, little double and fact double check there. <laughs> and the other, we, our language has changed, Dave. Oh, go on. If you if you can enter Kidsong or Young and Free, you are endorsed. Oh, I'm endorsed. You're that's endorsed. a nice language. I'm endorsed to work with children. I'm endorsed really? to work with children. So that's where we are right now. Cool. Uh, if you're endorsed, you can get through the doors. <laughs> I like it. Is that how you're going to remember the word endorsed? I could probably just remember it using, yeah. normal, using... my normal RAM. <laughs> but sure, I'm going to put that in. Endorse for doors. Absolutely. Now, the difference about this conference, we're going to go through the fun things first, which are actually Whee! not that different. But then we're going to talk about what's Whee! different about doing it at your own location. Because this is the first time we've done it at our own location. We've always gone to another stadium. In front of me, Dan, we have tickets. If you, tickets. Uh, these are basically, if you're listening to the podcast, it's a ticket that you get from one of those arcade machines where you, you can redeem them for prizes, little cardboard tickets. Correct. We got a lot of these made. You don't have to get, you don't have to make them yourself. No. Uh, but we, as in <laughs> yeah. like, you can just buy them from on Amazon and places yeah. like that, just like different colors. But we got, so we got Kidsong tickets made up, which is kind Printed of Kidsong on one side and Maximelody Max and Melody on the other. We didn't put the year on that because we learnt you never put years on stuff because we bought a million of these <laughs> five years ago <laughs> and we're halfway through. <laughs> now, those tickets, Dan, are redeemable for points. Yes. And now, this, this I can speak into this. You can because it's the only thing is, you can the, speak this into, is really. my domain. In kids' ministry, youth ministry for many years, people would do the whole points and they would thought the only thing you could do is get more and more points. So on the first day, it's like, hey, 5,000 points to this team, 5,000, 8,000 points to this team. And then like within 
20 minutes is like 400 million points to this team, 800 million points to this team. And they and then the woos get low, lower and lower. We didn't want that. So we actually developed a system where we physically give tickets to the hand. And the tickets represent points. This year in our storyline, we have a storyline where the, the points value go up and down. But that that's, that's, that's that is fascinating. Like the stock market. That's the stock market. We literally one ticket could be worth at its minimum, I'm going to say 12. Yeah, yeah. And its maximum, what's the maximum this week? The, the highest it's been to is about 150. So wow. one ticket for 150 points. Now, you our kids then want to lock in their points. You want to trade your tickets for points at a good exchange rate. Exactly. So we're really teaching them about the stock market. Exactly. <laughs> but the cool thing is, instead of saying to a kid, you've won 10,000 points, it means nothing to them if they actually get tickets. The, the expression on kids' faces where they've got tickets, because not only does that mean that they've got something, Physical. but they can show to their friends that helps helps their tribe get more points, level up, which is something a mechanic that we have, and then potentially win Kids Song. It's a really unifying it's a really unifying thing to do. So that's why we that's why yeah, we and give tickets. So the kids don't even know how many points they've got. Because it doesn't matter. really matter. In the past, you'd have a points tally. You yep. go, oh, 100 million points to this team, 147 million points. But it becomes meaningless at some point. So we yeah. said, well, let's not even do that. And so Dan just keeps, funny man Dan and his character, just keeps leveling up the kids. Because sometimes, if you get enough points, you'll level up. What level are you going to? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> How many points do you have to get there? Well, it doesn't really matter. The point is, the, the, the moment it happens is always the important part. And so, but Dan... Yes. Once a tribe, there are only two tribes at Kidsong this year, mm. Honor and Honor Red and Blue Valor. Yep. They are competing against each other. But again, it's a kind of a loose it's a we, again, it's it, we you, you can be over competitive with these things. Mm-hmm. We encourage no booing. You yes. say that because if you see kids booing, you immediately have tickets to the other tribe and that weeds it out pretty quickly. Yes, it does. <laughs> We've had a bit of trouble this year though, Dan. There was a bit more booing than we inspected. Today it's gone. It's gone today. Yeah. So day two. <laughs> I feel like they're getting more into it. They're great. They quite know what to do two years on. <laughs> so <clears throat> now, Dan, when you level up enough times, which doesn't really matter, but I'm sure you know, you can win a what? So the best thing about what we call story is the the kids are the heroes of this game, of the story. So they're winning tickets. Everything they do, if they win tickets, right, they give them to their champion. The champion puts in the tick machine. It levels up. They've helped their tribe go to another level. And when they get level, it gets them to do something in the game. This year's mechanic is very simple. They're going to guess a number between 0 and 9. And then if they get the correct number, they're going to win a star. Yep. One of these things. Three stars, they win kids' song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple oh game. But the great thing about it is we don't we don't know who's going to level up. We don't know who's what's happening because it all depends on the kids. Yeah. And the more they get into, the more fun there is. So it's really exciting. As of right now, we're in day one. We're sorry, conference one. Day, day two. two. Day three. Three. It is final day. Yeah. We've got one more <laughs> session. Both teams are on two stars, and they're going to be competing for the Ooh. final star tonight. Oh my yeah. But the the main thing is it's 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 a lot of fun. We're giving them a shared experience, hundred uh, percent, and yeah, it's giving them the links in the whole the whole conference. I like to think about theming a little bit like if you're playing a video game, right? Yep. A lot of theming is basically you theme your VBS, your conference, whatever you're doing with your kids' ministry. It's like the cover artwork, mm-hmm. and then they think, oh, we've themed it. We've done everything we need to do. Really, I actually more focus on the game mechanics inside the game. Correct. <laughs> That's really the theme that you're creating there. It's not just artwork or a, a style or a logo. That's not a theme. I think for me, it's not the artwork of the video game. It's the video game itself. And it's the mechanics of your 
conference? What? How does it all work? How do kids get involved in the story, mm. not just observe the story and look at the pretty artwork from the outside? And I think it's a pretty good little metaphor. I like that game theory, Dan. Okay. It's a game theory. <laughs> now, I'm very glad we've got Becky here because Becky, for years, yep. in Kids Song has run a creative team and has all those experience. But this year, it's very different because Becky is now – the head honcho, the big the kahuna, Uma, Uno, 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 the dog, the, the, the chief, the beast chief master. camera bear. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> you've now have to go all over every single yeah. part of kids. So how how has that experience been? Um, I'm really blessed to have come on in my new role with some really great key people to work with. Oh, thanks. And to bounce off. Yeah, thanks, Becky. And yeah. so I feel, yeah. Didn't know you were so going to say I'm that. I'm definitely not writing solo. I'm not on my own. Mm. We've got an incredible events team who oh. are just incredible. Oh, yes. Very yes. good. <laughs> Coming up in the future episode, we're going to be talking hopefully with some of our logistics and events people. Yeah. I know that sounds boring, but I promise you. Oh, no, it's definitely oh, not no, no, boring. No, no, no. I think kind of the way I've been talking about it, like, when we do a conference like this, so Kids Song is like where it's a table, it's a table at conference, the Kids Song table, mm. and it's almost like events and logistics. They've got the legs ready, mm. and then we've all kind of put the table on, and now we all have put the you know the things that need to go on the table. So events and logistics are incredible, and they've you know they're always the the first to start. And the last to finish it up. So we're very grateful for everything they bring. I, I actually am excited to talk to our team doing events because it's we do a lot of specific logistical things mm. to reduce the workload on our pastors around the country and yeah. in, in a sense around the world. So centralised support where the, the individual kids pastors at our locations around wherever they are can more focus on their kids rather than the mm. bits and bobs of ministry. Would you like a really great example? Yes, like please, please. Live in the moment example. Do it. That's what we're here for. So we started conference on Monday and mm. last week, as you guys would be aware, the mm -hmm. weather in Sydney took a drastic turn mm. and has been terrible <laughs> and pretty much has been some of the worst rain and flooding because we had a beautiful outdoor festival. Our events team have had it, been planning it for months and he's like, you know what, the weather's going to be so bad. What would you think about if we cancelled the outdoor festival, used that budget wisely, saved church some money because we definitely will not be able to use it, move it inside to a car park in the faith that we can make a car park beautiful. And so they we pivoted and the team pivoted and they've been incredible mm. and it's turned out to be the best decision we could have made. And then we saved church money and so that they just bring in that whole thinking through all the stuff that my brain potentially wouldn't have the chance to think about. I got some feedback today from one of my team. They said, I vote for this every year. Yeah. It's so much better. It's like a pivot that we weren't expecting and it's turned out to be brilliant. But if our events team hadn't picked that up or thought it through, yeah, it's been a game changer. I've got a question for Becky and, and for you, David. A lot of people on our team would be in a situation where this is the first year they're doing events again. They might have the first Christmas event yeah. coming up. They might have their summer event for our friends in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're getting back into doing mm -hmm. something they've done years before yeah. but had maybe two, three years off. What are some advice you could give to them how to you know, shake, dust off the cobwebs yeah. and get back into it? Well, I can give you a real-life situation if you would like that. I would love that. Yes, please. <laughs> Well, I we prefer did a, you didn't make it up. <laughs> well, we did a summer camp in, in January, yes. our first summer camp in a couple of years, and we learned the really hard way that you should remind your leaders 
before doing a camp, child safety procedures, policies, how to work with kids because we'd only started church like two months, not even two wow. months before, came to camp and we just, our leaders were very fresh and green and they did absolutely incredible and it was the best experiences ever. But we were able to learn from summer camp how to make it an even more greater experience for conference. So we sent a training video. Yep. We made sure we communicated really well. We made sure that they were up to date on everything they needed to be up to date with. Yeah, so we we have made tried really hard to make sure we've been really accessible to leaders if they have questions, really intentional on the different communication we've given them. So it's been really intentional and strategic. And yeah, it's made a massive difference. Our team wow. have come in actually quite confident to kids on, which has been really cool. So don't neglect the basics. Anything you, David? What was the question? The question was, <laughs> how do you dust off the cobwebs and start doing oh, well, events again? I, I don't know. I just when I got here, I was I literally the first night, the kids are walking in. I thought, I don't know if I can remember how to do this. <laughs> yeah, so I literally thought we all that. felt a bit rusty, and then the, kid, a bit rusty. the well, kids then you entered into the room, and within one minute, we were all yeah. like, oh yeah. And they were into it as normal. Like, okay, so, yeah. Because these kids, here's the thing, with two years of not doing maybe big events like this, there's a whole group of kids, new kids keep coming and growing and coming mm. past. So when you're in a ministry like children where you see from zero to 12, yeah. but then they miss two years and they can double in size. Wow. <laughs> so that was the right, I think it was just doing it, trusting that you haven't forgotten. Because yeah. I, I honestly thought I was going to be mess it up. Mm. But I did my message uh, the first night and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember this. Yeah. I remember how to do this. The other thing we did too, which was for our, for the sake of our volunteers, is each area had a team leader. Mm. So it wasn't like there was one person having to communicate with all the different areas and all the different age groups about what they needed to know. Mm. Like parenting rooms that were specific to them and then preschool and funhouse. Sorry, three to three to fives, fives to sevens, eight to twelves, et cetera, et cetera. They could liaise and and bring their volunteers for their certain area up to speed, which was really helpful because mm. then they could give them the specifics of their age group. So it was awesome. There's another thing we're going to talk about now, which is mm. trading cards. Yay, Woo! they're so, so good. Um, if you're watching, I'm holding up trading cards. Becky, hold up one for me. Hey, so we've got nine cards this year. Again, you print them with a, a business card printer. Because yes. you can get business cards printed very cheaply. Yeah. Very so at cheaply. a certain, whatever level your budget is, you can get trading cards printed. We get nine of them. We don't release them all at once. We release them slowly on the first day, a few of them, a few more. So you don't have one kid getting the whole set in the first five minutes. The other thing we've started doing is we we introduced a trader this year. So there's a dedicated person that is going, has unlimited supply of cards, and he's yep. trading some of the rare ones that have right. been released he's for other them things. He's leaking into, into so that, circulation. So when a kid gets, they're trying to get as many cards that they need to use as kind of like currency. To, there's a lot of trading going on, <laughs> yeah. I realise this. but They're going to get out of this and go, the, the Reserve Bank just raised rates by 50 basis points. Oof. What are we going to do with my mortgage? Before we move on to our uh, next topic. Can I can I just jump on that? Please do. Just say how important traditions are. Go on. Because traditions you get to build off what's previously been done. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we do trading cards, and we do do it every year, and we'll mm -hmm. drop it if, if we need to drop it. But it's pretty amazing that kids will go... We'll see adults that were kids and they remember their mm -hmm. sets of trading cards. Older brothers and sisters are talking to you know, kids right. going, oh, kids songs going to be great. Yeah, they do trading cards there. We also do a little thing called the three T's every year, which you, you can, we can there'll be a link in the description. Correct. It's a, it's a song that they all learn. But it's just this stuff that kind of adds yeah. personality and yeah. builds culture and is also very, very simple to do. I'm going to play 
the video right now in the middle of this episode. 2022 3G, let's go! If you want to learn the T's, here's a little history. Every year we write a song. We challenge you to memorize, we're not gonna be surprised. Most of you will get it wrong. No matter where you go, you simply need to know the information in this rhyme. If you're feeling like you don't know if you're coming or you're going, happens to us all the time. Great dancing, David. Thank you very much. Our most famous story about trading cards, which we need to tell before we move on. Very good. This one year, the winning tribe was going to win a special one-off yeah. trading card, the number 12 or 11, I think it was. This is before I took over tribes. <laughs> you, are you disclaiming yourself from this whole story? Yes, I had nothing to do with it. I was a volunteer and uh, I was had nothing to do with it. So one of our team, who, who shall remain Nathan. Who <laughs> shall remain Nathan. He, he buried... He buried the trading cards. Brilliant. What a clever what a, idea. What a great idea. And at the end of the conference, the winning tribe would walk over with Nathan. He would dig them up because there's a treasure map. A couple hundred kids. Yep. He would win the map and he would find the trading cards. So off we walked with the, with the uh, shovel, with the children. I don't know how many kids are in that tribe. I'm going to say a couple of hundred. And walked over there and he proceeded to dig holes all over that conference and couldn't find <laughs> where he'd buried the trading cards. Amazing. They're still there They're today. still there about 15 years later, I believe. So you can do a lot of fun things with trading cards is my point. Well, I would love to, I would love to chat about how to create a, a worship space in the middle of conference. Okay. Because we've had some pretty amazing times over the mm. years of where where kids wouldn't stop worshiping, and we were True. able to mm. minister to them in a, in a in a way that we weren't normally get to do on a weekend, or sometimes not even a, you know. Well, I figured it out. An event. We we do twenty weeks of church in one conference, so kids are with us for twenty week equivalent to twenty weeks wow. of church. So wow. this conference, this one, I actually figured it out. In saying that, it, it's it, like the first night we did it, maybe the se- maybe the first night, the kids wouldn't stop singing again. Mm. It was beautiful. They were singing, I could sing of you. We went old school. Yeah. I could sing of your love forever. The and they sang it song. forever. They yeah. sang it forever. That's very and great. I actually was like, oh, I'll let them go. And then I wanted to speak. And I'm like, okay, so you got to time it. Yeah. you got to jump in there before they yeah. loop around again. But it's that moment where they actually – in conferences, and this is more than weekend services because of the time and the mm. everything that they're with us for, it's almost easier to get that level of engagement because yeah. you're winning with them the whole time. And one thought, and this is, the, this, is, this is what's different, Dan, about this conference to our previous conferences. In our previous conferences at a off-site location, a giant stadium with a a, a couple of smaller rooms inside the stadium where we have to do kids song at nights. There are so many kids in that room and there's so much pressure and there's so much going on. They've been with us all day. We have sleep corners. We have kids going crazy. We have kids kind of tired. We have a, the whole range of emotion as experience. We have to stack this, this, this rally, this night service with just as much stuff as possible. And there was no option for us to just chill out. But here at conference, oh, so we can good. say, look at the needs of the children. Yeah. Let's design something that they've been with us all day. They've been picked up with their parents, had dinner, and come back and hanging out with us at the night. What do we do to engage them in the best way possible yeah. for, for worship? And I and we would talked about it before conference, and I was like, well, let's not – we don't need to do two hours, three hours yeah. of whatever. We can just condense everything back because we have space in our buildings to move them to other locations and do a different activities, maybe literally if they needed a sleep room, if we need it. But I actually don't think there is a sleep room this conference, is there? No. So that's the difference is the <laughs> – Oh, yes, it's in the leader's area. <laughs> <laughs> the leader's room has a, has a corner for sleeping, but I haven't seen many people sleeping because the it's a far more 
it's just a situational leadership thing where the, the, the location and the situation we find ourselves in enables us to create a much more worshipful environment maybe, but it's because we've compacted it, Becky. So what do they yeah. look like at nights at the moment? Mm. Yeah, no, it's been really amazing. Obviously, we always think about timing, like what's the best time to do them. Like we've got rallies for little ones, so it's better to do them Correct. as soon as possible so mm-hmm. that they can then just chill after that. And then with our older ones, we start off with our storyline time with the storyline team. Yes. And they have been incredible, and that has just been so fun. Just to, It's almost like we, back in the day, we would almost do the rally and then finish off ramping the kids up, and we've kind of... Mm. switched it haven't we Mm. and then Dave just had this really amazing concept of you know how about we start off with the preacher go into worship and really use the nights to minister to to the kids and see what happens so I would say that the run sheets are the most bare run sheets we've ever had but it's probably been the most significant Mm. some of the most significant rallies we've had and it's been beautiful and like so the preacher would and it's been more you know, kind of a thought, a story around our whole theme is draw near to God, Holy Spirit. So the preachers have been kind of talking about this is my experience with the Holy Spirit and what I've learned, sharing that with the kids, making it personal, going into this worship time. And then obviously we'll have the, you know, our media in there. We might play the three T's or we might play our big word, but it's almost like we've got everything ready to go. And if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And then we'd even talked about if the kids are too tired, then let's not do a huge pray getting the kids all going but it's actually worked out perfect and we've been finishing off with praise yeah, we parties have. and it's actually been a massive win so mm. I feel like this year we just went let's not try and re- recreate what we've done in the past we've got a blank canvas let's try something new and and Dave really is really just led so well by the spirit and things like Ooh. this so we'll always come to Dave and Thanks. he'll always <laughs> change everything and well, I it's... learned I learned to listen don't meet with Dave Friday four o'clock when before conference starting on Monday at four o'clock because he will flip everything and we had to change all our run sheets. No, you've, you've been but it was too. all worth it and it was and it's made and I but I always know Dave will always be right. Well, there, no, there's in no, that no. circumstance, <laughs> I will always have a th- like D- Dave's timing is very similar to God's. Yeah, <laughs> frustratingly <laughs> close. Frustratingly it's, close. I do it for me. It's that okay. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's the purposeful. We don't have to do what we always have done, yeah. mm. and we don't have we. You just look at, and I think sometimes we miss that, and sometimes we have to miss that because mm. in a giant conference in a, a location we don't know, you've just kind of got to do whatever you have to do to survive. Mm. <laughs> but in this one, it's going okay. What does that? What do our kids need in this moment? Yeah. And you start with that, and you don't. It's not like no rule in our in our mm. church world, especially working with the kids. There are no rules. You have yeah. you don't have to go to a board of overseers to approve a, a, a run sheet. You can just do what you think these kids need in this moment. Yeah. And so one of the important things we did, Dan, is separate. And we've talked about this before, I yeah. think. But mm. we don't story time, which is the game, fun, yeah. story, points, tickets, extravaganza. Kids are getting into it. They're competing. That's separate from our rallies. Yeah. We don't combine that. We don't start off with a game and then try and go into praise and worship. No, those are literally two different events that happen at different it's times during the day. Yeah, that's been And that was deliberate because Dan drives them insane and then we want to drive them to the Lord. So, yeah. mm. uh, Because then what I was able to do is get what's happening in Dave's head and then share that why in big picture with the creative team. And so rather than all freaking out, rather than them all freaking out, why aren't we doing it how we always do it? It was like, oh, okay, we've got the big picture. We've got the why. Let's try it and see how it goes. And mm-hmm. we did. 
and then and then we all knew that maybe it won't work, maybe it will. If we have to change the run sheets, that's okay. We all just held it really loosely. Mm. But I was able to communicate a really strong why and big picture. And that's really important with any event that you're running or any, you know, if you can give that, communicate it in a really clear and concise, intentional way where the team buy in and feel like they're a part of the idea, it just makes it a massive win. And our creative team have been incredible. They've jumped on board and been willing to try out everything. Yep, it's the the we're all there for the same reason and we keep our eyes focused on what the kids need, what your audience needs. Just keep coming back to that. Okay, well it's cuz it's cuz in the past it's it's just been sometimes impossible to do what we wanted to do, but for this year we've been able to do everything we wanted to do mm. and there's no pressure of trans like transitions this year. We send you know hundred kids out of a room. I don't have to wait for somebody to be re- four people in a chain to be ready because <laughs> you've got it's just all right, guys, off you go. And that's I've noticed this year. Yeah. I've, uh, today, just coming before this thing, we we finished Dan's story time, and I immediately was like, I don't have to wait. There's no one to wait for. All right, kids, this K one two kindergarten one two our fun houses. You guys are gonna go that way, and you guys are gonna go that way. I did mess it up still, but it wasn't my fault. Liz <laughs> told me the wrong directions. Uh, and sure, she did. <laughs> but it, that was amazing because those transitions sometimes are okay. We were waiting for someone to be ready, to another person to be ready on this this chain of command because they've all got security and safety and blah blah blah. We're in a room. It's lovely. That's the end of the podcast. I want to thank everybody wow. for so joining wow. us. Wow. the We have got so much more coming up in the future. Dan, uh, funny man, Dan, I'd like you to leave us with a parting proverb. Proverb, eh? I've got one here. It says, man yep. who stores stones in his heart yes. is due for rocky times. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being with us. We'll see you next time on The Vault. Mm-hmm.